Yo, what's going on, y'all? What's going on? Welcome back to another Hot Fire uh, episode uh, of the Auto Boy. I'm your boy, the host, the only Uno Singleto El Balde himself. Uh, what is son? Uh, thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for tuning in. Uh, again, uh, so today I wanted to kind of, I wanted to uh, someone reiterate. A little bit of what I discussed last time, um, because I've been so, I've been so passionate in in realizing. I've been so passionate. It's been so uh, profounding. Uh, trying to find a, the right Ti uh, Clifford Harris type of words. It's been uh, a completable, uh, as the Germans would say. Um, I just I made that up too. My bad. <laughs> don't, please don't go say no dumb shit like that. I want to reiterate on the on the suckers and the losers that we have in this so-called great country of the United States of America. You know, y'all don't really like to uh, hear me talk politics. I won't be talking politics. Um, actually, you do like me and talk politics. Uh, and if you didn't, it's, it's kind of my show. <laughs> kind of my show. I get to do what the hell I want. So, what I want to discuss is the suckers and the losers, right? So... You know, when when all of us was young, it don't matter what age you is now. It don't matter you my age or somebody else's age, you older or younger. At some point, we were told uh, by somebody older than us. When we say, hey, you know, I got to do this. Well, I got to go to school. I got to catch the bus to school. And somebody say, oh, man, I used to walk 10 miles in the snow backwards. Uh, getting chased by a fucking space horse. You know, somebody always has a, a one up, you know, and, and, you know, people from that a little bit older than you, typically they did have it a little worse. You know, when I was a kid, I'm 30. When I was a kid, we had rotary phones, right? So you hit the one and you spin, you, it's a hole. I would say it's like a, damn, I can't even explain it's been so long. I can explain it. It's just a visual, right? So each letter or each number got a little dial in it, right? So if it's a one, you put your finger in it and you spin it. And then you take your hand out and it automatically go. And that's how you dial one. You can't just hit one. Like right now, you hit seven. And this is like 1994, five. Like this is not even a long time ago. It's 1995. It's not 1985, 1975. Not thinking back, 1995 is a long time ago. It's 25 fucking years ago. But I was a kid then. But you, you get what I'm saying. Uh, things evolve. Things get easier. They're supposed to get easier. We're supposed to evolve. And I think that, and again, I touched up uh, on this in the last show, that we are not even close to, we are devolving as an American species, as as American humans are, are devolving um, in comparison to the technology which has gone over our heads 20 times, right? And it's not to say that the the technology is too complicated for everyday use. It is too complicated for dummies to understand the concepts of, right? So if I can't shut down Twitter or Facebook because somebody lied on it and you believed it. Like this is the you know, this is the craziest thing about Americans. Right, so they made all the fast food restaurants start selling salad. Right, so you know McDonald's got healthy options. 
because people that were getting fat blamed McDonald's for serving fat food, right? So we all know that the food in McDonald's is fattening. So making them do fruits and oatmeal and salad, nigga, what does that do? If I want a fruit or oatmeal, I just won't go to McDonald's. Like, why is the platform... Now, this is only if the platform is not honestly regulating things, right? So, we know McDonald's is not not regulating things as far as their food because it's not meat, right? So, they kind of all, because they know it's not meat. We know it's not meat. We know the only thing that's meat is quarter pounder and maybe... uh, Whatever chicken, whatever is the most expensive, that's the closest to being real. Let me key y'all in. Ding, 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 ding. So when you go to Wendy's, when you go to Whataburger, uh, it's a, it's a more expensive price because it's more, it's closer to being a hundred percent real beef. I don't know if it's all real beef, but there's a reason why a McDouble can be a dollar and the cheapest thing you can get from Whataburger is like two fifty, right? So it may be overpricing or it may be Real meat and real food costs real things sometimes, right? So, you know, Taco Bell, the same, right? The, you go to a small taqueria, you go to a regular taco place, the Doritos Tacos is, is 99 cent. You know, uh, I, I seen this in a, another video when they said, you know, Taco Bell is set up for for them to sell you Pepsi, right? Because the tacos cost 99 cent and the fucking Pepsis cost $2, a regular size Pepsi is a dollar sixty or two dollars. Well, you can get a ninety cent or a one dollar taco, a one dollar meal. If you get what I'm saying, if you smell what I'm cooking here, so you can't blame the platform unless the platform, and I'm and I'm I'm speaking on fast food platforms, or internet platforms, social media platforms, unless those platforms are being just ridiculous and not regulating things. But at the same time, like I said. If I want to eat healthier, I just don't go to McDonald's. Like, why give McDonald's another reason to take my money? They got enough fucking money. They're already every two miles. What's going to happen is, is they're going to be selling less healthy versions of oatmeal. Why would you get oatmeal for McDonald's? You see what I'm saying? Y'all smell what I'm cooking here. So, a lot of the the, the regulation things, and it, and. What this is coming from, I saw a quote earlier, and it was an old quote from Obama. Um, I believe he said it in 2008. He was saying that the internet is the biggest thing against democracy. And it's because of a couple of reasons, right? It's because of the, it's because of free speech, and that is amendment number one. So it's not the internet in that sense. But how gullible people can be on the internet makes it a very very dangerous thing for just regular life hence 2016 hence just real life in general you see all the 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 whole temp youtube videos the sacrificial people think illuminati is a real thing people think that you know that uh, a a rapper or a famous actor you know um committed or participated in a sacrifice of their own family member their mama their daddy just to have a career. Like, people think about this witchcraft shit. Like, this that's some real Game of Thrones shit. That don't even make sense. But people believe that type of stuff. But at the end of the day, that's not the internet's fault. 
for people and mainly Americans. We're going to speak. I, I'm, I'm going to say Americans. When I say people, it feel like I'm bringing people from Europe and Africa and all these other places in. Y'all are fine. I'm speaking about stupid ass Americans uh, in this day because we knew in 2016. And I spoke about this last time that there was Russian interference in our elections. We knew about it. We knew that they made fake bots. They make fake accounts. White, black, whoever, whoever, just to stir up this already big amount of racial tension that we'll always have. There were Russian accounts that made fake uh, accounts that were pretending to be black people. And they were white people. They, were, they did it all. Because they knew, and these people had 20,000 followers, 30,000 followers. Like, they, they, they wasn't small accounts. It wasn't somebody that just had six uh, seven followers, you know what I'm saying? This is 60,000 people on some of these accounts. So they're, they're big accounts. Is that the fault of Twitter? Like, how can you possibly verify that everybody is, is, is real or fake? It's, it's trolling. So the internet trolling has always been around. Trolling in general has always been around. People doing pranks, prank calls, that's trolling. But as things go on, things are going to evolve. They're going to escalate. Things are going to get bigger, right? We had a show called Punked. We we never thought we'd have a show like that where uh and this was twenty years ago. Where oh where celebrities are getting punk, oh this you know, I thought my car blew up, but it's not my car. Oh, your car's around the corner. Dumb shit like that. That's trolling. Things like that have always been around. Um but the use of it, the 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 negative use of trolling is what a problem is, right? So a lot of what you see, and a lot of what we'll see uh, in the future, is this incel culture, right? These, these, these cats, these uh, whoever cats that are just locked in a basement. Uh, they hate women. They hate everything. Um, for some reason, they think they're they're not. They're being uh, oppressed. Uh, a whole lot of insecure shit, right? But when you get enough of them, right? So think of every fucking nerd, dweeb, um, asshole. Who acted an ass in your class, in school. And they got put in their place. And all of a sudden, they became a shell. They became a, 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 a pussy. Right? They just wanted to, to, just do be, they just wanted to be a weirdo. Right? Just because they were shunned. Because of their uh, aggressiveness. Or their, just, just being weird in, in general. Right? And I'm not saying that to say, you know, somebody dressed weird. They did something bad. And they were shunned for it. And then, they try to act like, they're the victim, right? So these people all have voices as well. And that's where you get, you know, your 4chan, uh, you know, however, wherever these people are. I don't know. Uh, Reddit, all these different type of places. Well, it just so happens that these people have a vote too, right? So they vote count for one just like your vote counts for one. Uh, unfortunately, that's the way things go. Um, And uh, the big thing with Trump, and like I said, I won't go into politics. Trump was, or uh, is, he's, he's the voice of the fake oppressed, the people who think that they get to say whatever they want, but when they're chastised for it, they cry and they bitch, or they may escalate and say things that are even worse, even more racist, and then they say, oh, well, I wasn't racist before, but you made me into the, you know, stupid shit like that, all right, and that's how we get this this loser and this sucker mentality. That's in America right now. So the big thing right now is um, student loans. And student loans have always been a thing. Student loans and getting rid of student loans has always been a thing. Uh, I know the the majority 
of anybody who's ever listened to any podcast or anything, you can ask anybody um, when they were signing up for college, do you remember what you signed? Do you remember anything on that paper? Do you remember anybody, including the counselors for the college, going over these papers with you, letting you know that you're signing a piece, not your life. We're signing a piece of it away. Now, we can go ahead, we can blame parents, right? But a lot of parents, uh, a lot of our parents, a lot of where I come from, a lot of parents didn't have a chance to even go to college, right? They, they, were, they were forced to be um, adults as teenagers, right? They were forced to get jobs at 15, 16, 17. So they may have an education. Some of them who did go to college, um, but they went to college just to kind of get away. Um, and even the next generation, when that passed on their kids, they kind of just went to college just to get away. Uh, I highly doubt you find many people that actually knew what they were signing um, when they signed all those college papers and, you know, signed up for, for 20, 50. Who, who, what 17 year old has the authority to sign up for $50,000 worth of debt, like instantly? Like, you know what, this first year, and I plan on going here four years, this, four, this first year, let me just sign the dotted line on being debt for forty five thousand dollars, right? So, uh, it, it it's a sucker's it's a sucker's move. It's a sucker's uh atmosphere in the first place. Like I said in the last episode, you have people, doctors, nurses, EMTs, people who see the most horrific and dramatic shit, um, that the average person, including myself, would never get over. I've seen things that I would that would never leave my head, and these people see that every day. And they made a decision when they were kids, when they were adults, whenever, teenagers, whenever, that they, what they wanted to do with their life, they want to be a, um, they didn't want to, you know, be a, a gamer, a professional gamer. Uh, they didn't want to be a, a fucking uh, construction worker. Uh, they didn't want to be a, a welder. They didn't want to be a banker. They wanted to save lives. And in m- many other avenues, where the job title is sacrifice, right? You're sacrificing yourself and your life and your time to take care of other people. In a logical world, I wouldn't charge you $120,000 to do that. Right? Or, or is that, am I, am I just giving away too much? Like, is that giving away too much money to say, hey, Future doctors and nurses, people who have actively chosen to say, I'm fine with seeing dramatic shit every single day. Doc, you can only imagine all of the, the, you know, people think it's a hoax. People think it's not serious. You can only imagine in some of these places like in New York and some of these hotspots and these hospitals, the type of shit that these nurses and these regular people have seen. People dying left and right, dying left and right. People can't even, you know, if I have to see somebody else not be able to speak to their family for 10 days because they're trapped in COVID and they got to die long, you could have seen 100 other people die. It still sticks with you, right? So they sign up for this. And they also sign up for debt, debt to go into this, which is, like I said, it's just not a, it's just not a logical thing, right? So. The suckers and the losers, or they'll say, well, 
I paid off my student loans. Or, well, it's, it's like I seen this earlier. It's kind of like welfare. You know, you don't want to set the precedent where you just say, oh, well, you know, all this debt you got, oh, it's canceled. Suckers and losers. That might be the title of this. I know Trump said it when he was talking about the military, but he wasn't just talking about military people. He was talking about his his followers. He was talking about American people. He was talking about the losers and the suckers who decide to vote against their own interests every single year. Mitch McConnell has voted against raising minimum wage like 15 times. He's over Kentucky, which is the most uneducated and least profitable states in the entire country. They're like bottom three. So you're the dumbest and the poorest and you continue to vote. And I always say Kentucky because they suck. South Carolina is the same way. Mississippi, Louisiana, Arkansas, um, the the Dakotas, uh, Wyoming, Montana, all of these places, all of these places are filled with dummies, right? And that takes me back to my first point with Obama. It's not the internet. It's the dummies. And it's the people that don't want to be educated. And it's the people that are just already stupid. Not everybody's meant to be smart. They're already stupid. And they're already not educated. And do you get educated ones that are just stupid? Because going to school, going to college, not college, going to the high school, it's, it's really more about repetition and remembering things than it is about being actually smart. That just, that just improves your, it, it it gets you ready for life. It gets you ready for, you know, going to work, nine to five. You know, most people go to school, they go eight to two, eight to three. It gets you ready for slavery, to be quite honest with you. It's how, it's how most of these things work. Um, and the fact that there are people out there, and I saw one lady, she said, well, we don't have unlimited money. First of all, who's we? Second of all, Yes, they do, because they give away unlimited money all the time. Corporations and billionaires get tax cuts all the time. So if you have a $1.7 trillion debt, and we pay... Where do your taxes go? Now, most people say, well, taxes go to... Uh, you know, you're paying on unemployment, you're paying on uh, the streets, the roads, all this other type of shit, right? So you got millions and millions of people. I stay in a city where it's 5 million people, 5.5 million people. Let's just say half of those people are, are working people. That's 2.5 million people. That's 2.5 million people. All of them, maybe, pay taxes, right? Taxes come out of something. You got a state tax, and whenever you purchase something, it's a tax. Uh, when Anything you do, there's a tax for it. That's one city. Now think about the entire country. There is more than enough of our money to pay off our debts. And they can also send out the stimmies. There's more than enough funds to do this because they spend these funds every day. We have a military budget of like $4 trillion, $6 trillion, $16 trillion. It's something crazy. What are you talking about? We don't have unlimited resources. We don't have unlimited funds. We spend it on dumb shit. You know why we have gigantic, we do these gigantic defense contracts? Because there's a senator who got donated a bunch of money from somebody. 
and his job, because he got donated that money to help him get into office, is to maintain the people who help him get into office. Duh. Duh. That's just business. If you're an intern, you have several people that sponsor you to do something. You don't owe them in particular. And, and this is not a direct comparison. But you do kind of do owe them, right? If people put you in a place, you do kind of fucking owe them, right? And just imagine if you become a senator, an elected official. A person that can convince other people to vote. We all seen House of Cards, right? That's how it, that's how it is. It's a bunch of motherfuckers with leverage over each other. And they use that leverage to get what they want. Or get what they need. Because everybody, that's why whenever I say one party, corporate politicians, it's because it's like fucking Ted DiBiase. Everybody got a price. Everybody has interests. But for other Americans, regular people, to tell other regular people that there ain't enough money to defund the police thing, right? Let's just say uh, any particular, uh, any major city. Let's just say the budget is two hundred million. Believe me, the budget is way over two hundred million for a major city. It's probably like fucking two billion. Let's say it's two hundred million, right? And for two hundred million dollars. That don't pay for your overtime, right? Your overtime is way less than that, right? But it pays for all these military vehicles. It pays for all these ride things. In Memphis, they had fucking shock shields like they were fucking Captain America and all this. How much does book, books cost? How much does teachers, how much does tutors cost? A tutor and a book. How much is it? I think it costs a lot less than a fucking shock shield. A shield that can stun you like a stun gun. I'm pretty sure a couple books cost less than that shit. Especially for an entire police department. In Memphis, this shit doesn't even work right. And it's easy to, to, to dissolve it. You just throw salt water in it. There's no protective, there was no protective shields because the fucking electricity has to touch somebody. So that means it's out. That means salt water is done. So it's millions and millions of dollars down the drain for no reason. That's just in Memphis. Think of New York. Think of LA. So when people say there's no money for stuff, there's fuck. What? Mark Cuban. Well, Mark Cuban said don't give money to the Senate races down in Georgia. People jumped on Mark Cuban, right? He was fucking correct. Now, there's two sides. All these coins are two sides, right? He said you can donate to a food bank instead of giving millions and millions of dollars, more millions because they already ran through $120 million just from one side. They pro- together, they probably... It's probably three hundred million total just from the first race. They about to run it back again. That's another at least hundred and twenty million. I don't know when the last time you got groceries, but I think hundred fucking twenty million can buy a lot of food, don't you think? And all they gonna do is make commercials 
YouTube ads and billboards. Buy lunch. Take private jets. They're already rich. You know how they, I know they know? You know how I know they're rich? Because we pay them out of our own tax money. Suckers and losers. This is stuff. We pay them. And they obviously get extra. How can people we pay 100000 a year to all of a sudden be worth like $6 million? What? Because they already have ways to get money. That's why all this money is raised. They get it from us, the suckers. They get it from these tech companies. They get it from everybody. The owner of the NFL teams, how much do you think they can afford to donate? Let me fucking... A lot. A lot. A whole lot. Where do you think that money goes? Into pockets. If I send 60 million to you, you're not using that whole 60 million, son. And if you do, if you use 50 of it, where the other 10 at? The other 10 ain't being donated. It ain't split in a pot. So when, when, when you have people that say, oh, well, I paid my whatever. Why, why they got to? What is that? You talk to somebody who grew up in the 70s, a fucking burger used to be a quarter. I get a whole meal. I used to get a, you could, not, I used to get a, you could get a Big Mac or a fries and a Coke for like a dollar twenty-five back then. Why can't you do that? Why y'all had to go through that? Why, why y'all had to do the good shit, paying five cents for a hot dog, paying a, a, a nickel uh, for a fucking whole piece of pizza pepperoni pizza costs seven cents why does everybody have to struggle just because you did why do you say they don't have money that they do and you pay into it why do you don't want the government to give you back your own money to regulate your own money instead of just having it circle in the system that they don't do nothing with. The roads are still raggedy, son. People in poor areas still don't have books. Go look at any Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, anybody. All they asked for was books. Better education, better opportunities. We didn't even get that. Nobody get that. Or even close to equal opportunity. That's all anybody ever asked for was opportunity. Nobody's getting money. We already know that. Ain't no reparations coming for us. Everybody else got it except us. We ain't getting it, big boy. Y'all can forget about it. They can't even offer opportunity. They can't even. We can't even get a book. So when things come up for a student loans to be ripped out for a certain amount for certain people. Oh, well, I seen one do, oh, well, you know, they don't have to pay it off. Just cut my interest. What? Don't pay all my bills for me. Just leave some bills for me, please. What? 
Slap these people. Please. Please slap these people. Let's move on, man. So this morning, I just I need to talk about that. Um, because I've seen a lot of fucking just just a lot of stupid shit. Who says this stuff? Who do, and these are real people. These are not even bots. I verify bots. They're not bots. They're real people saying really stupid shit. And it also a way to fucking it, it, it stimulates the fucking um economy also. If I don't have to if there's several million people that don't have to worry about paying an extra bill next month. I ain't gotta pay this two hundred dollars, this two fifty, this three hundred, this fifty dollars. It could be four dollars. The stress is gone. Less stress, happier people, happier work environments, happier environments in general. That's how things work. You know, a lot of people are just uh, are so turned off from socialism that they think that the government stepping in and helping you pay something or paying it off for you not even helping you it's your money it's your money they're not paying they're not saying oh hey we're gonna pay this for y'all but we're gonna take it out your checks later on they're not saying that because they can't it's your money and the fact that it's even a debate to pay off your debts with your money is even dumber. The fact that you let people who we pay, we put money in their pocket, we pay them uh, their salary for them to get up there and debate on if we should have stuff that they have. That makes no sense. How does that even make sense? I, I, I'm going to always say this. Oh, you can't have health insurance, but we pay for you to have it. For free, you don't pay nothing. How does that make sense to you? Unless you're saying, oh, we pay you because you're better than us. Instead of them just doing their fucking job. Moving on to the NBA. Last night I saw some some different trades. Some real different trades. Apparently, um... Did the CP thing already happen? I believe the CP thing uh, already happened. So CP, uh, Chris Paul, uh, was traded to the Phoenix Suns. Kelly Rubre and some picks. I kind of see the vision, but let, let's let's think about some things, right? So Phoenix, last season, during the real season, was absolutely trash, right? Facts. They've been trash for a while now. They had Aiden out. Aiden was out for PDs. Um, and they were garbage. So they come back in the bubble, and they seem to be one of the teams that were were ready. There were a lot of people that didn't want to come back to the bubble. Um, Pelicans didn't want to come back to the bubble. The Clippers didn't want to come back to the bubble. Portland at first didn't want to come back to the bubble. There's a lot of teams that just didn't want to come back to the bubble. Phoenix seemed like they were already ready to come back. You know, it could have been they were just, you know, they were playing throughout this whole time. They didn't really take no breaks. They were working out, and they just came back ready and in shape and ready to go. I understand that because there's a lot of uncertainty that happens within those couple months. But they're still trash. I mean, I don't, 
uh, I don't, I don't, I don't seem to understand uh, that they're in the Western Conference and they are trash. And Chris Paul is a dramatic improvement. Not just to Kelly Oubre. It's not like Kelly Oubre is trash. But just to their team. The experience on the team and how things run. Eight seed, maybe? But more than likely, I'm going 10 seed. Um, with the Phoenix Suns. I, I, I just don't see it. I just don't understand it. Um, I understand it. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, Milwaukee. Right, so Milwaukee is looks like they're looking to get Drew Holiday. If they already already have him, no, they already have him. Jesus Christ! So they traded Drew Holiday for Eric Bledsoe and George Hill. I saw the the tweet last night, but I didn't see a a verification this morning. But I forgot I did see a verification this morning. So uh, Eric Bledsoe, George Hill, and about it looks like five years worth of picks, right, up to twenty twenty seven. So a couple of things. I understand we had to get rid of Drew Holiday because um, it was his time. At a certain point, you got to let a, a veteran go go get his chance at a ring. He served his time. It, I would say he served the time like it was prison, but playing with the, for the Pelicans is kind of like prison. So he served his time. Uh, he did what he had to do. I have no problems with Drew being traded, Drew leaving. Um, I do have a problem with the trade. Eric Bledsoe would not be there for the full year. Eric Bledsoe would more than likely be gone by all-star break or just a year in general he he may do one year he's not gonna be there for two years i didn't even look at a contract yet maybe a contract this uh a contract will be the decision of that but he's clutch and we also saw him force his way out of phoenix by tweeting some dumb shit and then getting out of phoenix the same way Anthony Davis did. So he got out of Phoenix the same way AD got out of New Orleans. This is not a... I'm not sure why they would deal with Clutch. You know, I know this is... Excuse me. I know it's difficult to pick and choose what players you want to deal with because of agencies. Uh, but obviously, we have a horrible, horrible relationship um, with Clutch players. We're going to see that with Lonzo coming up. And to bring in George Hill makes no sense. To bring in two point guards when we already have plenty of guards makes absolutely no sense at all. Uh, bringing in Bledsoe, Bledsoe does not fit. Uh, I, well, you know what? I, I'm not sure if Bledsoe does fit because we had a fast three-point shoot team last time. I don't think that would be the case this time with Stan Van Gundy. Sweet Jesus, Stan Van Gundy. But I don't see it. And I don't see why you would just. I know there's a difference between rebuilding and building for a building to be a contender, right? And we have a bunch of young players on our team. Mostly from other teams, but we have a lot of rookies. So they're going to be two years. Zion's going to be a second year. Uh, Alexander Walker is going to be a second year. Jackson Hayes is going to be a second year. Uh, Ingram, I think this is probably Ingram's fourth or fifth year. Same with Lonzo is maybe his fourth year. Um, so we have a lot of players that, that they haven't come into their own yet. I don't think George Hill is going to be on our team. Because um, he just doesn't fit. 
I'm pretty sure this should both be flipped. If Eric Bledsoe is not flipped, then I don't, I don't, I don't really understand why we bring him in. I know Stan Van Gundy is big on defense. Uh, Bledsoe is a fantastic defender, but we're not a contender, and he's on clutch. So I wouldn't doubt if he ends up with the Lakers or somewhere else like that, right? At some point. Uh, the Bucks also traded Ilya Sova and DiVincenzo, Dante DiVincenzo, uh, and they were traded for. Oh my God! I need to look up awards for this. I should have should have been looking for this stuff. I apologize. Let's check it out. Oh, Bogdanovich, right? So they got Bogdanovich from. Um, from Sacramento. So, I, I, I assume they want shooters. George Hill's not a shooter. Bledsoe's not a shooter. Ilya Silva's not a shooter. DiVincenzo played very tough uh, coming off the bench. And I can understand why Sacramento wanted him. Um, but he was a little bit of a shooter. He's, he's a real asset to the team. He plays tough, tough defense. Um, and he, he can pull off some threes. So, with the Bucks, going from Drew... Which is in a, a gigantic improvement over Bledsoe and George Hill, and has still having Middleton, and still having Giannis. I'm not sure if Giannis has re-signed yet, but at least they showed that they were willing to sacrifice and willing to make the changes, the necessary changes, to keep Giannis happy. Uh, I think that's, I think that was really uh, a real, real job well done. Let me see what else is going on here. Uh, what was why I'm, why I'm looking. I also see that the, uh, I think Portland made some trades as well. Let's see. And they also got Justin James um, to the Bucks as well. So it's a good young player. Significant draft compensation. I'm really trying to see what the draft picks got. Now, that's all I want to talk about the draft because... Oh, uh, well, draft picks, because it, it's kind of like the, the OKC thing, right? So, they were saying OKC has, like, 27 first-round picks, right? What am I reading? I don't know. So, OKC has, like, you know, 300 first-round picks. It looks like the Pelicans are, are going the same way. We have, you know, 217 first-round picks. This is the thing. Those picks have to be players. And if you look at the draft history of OKC, and if you look at the draft history of the New Orleans Pelicans, it's not very fucking good. So what is the point? Of late round draft picks. These are not even good picks. The Bucks picks next year is not going to be good. The year after that, the keep Giannis is not going to be good. The year after that, the keep Giannis is not going to be good. We won't get a viable pick. If Giannis doesn't leave, none of those picks are good. They're all late round picks. OKC. They got picks from... Phoenix, this year that pick it may be good. The Phoenix picks may be okay. Um, the picks we got from the Lakers won't be okay because the Lakers went for players instead of drafts. 
the Lakers drafting don't work for the Lakers. Let me tell you this right now. The Lakers have drafted two great players. And well, they've drafted one great player since Magic, right? So Kobe is their only legitimate actual draft, actual player that they've drafted and it was successful. I can't think of nobody else. I can't think of no other player after 1990. After 1988, that the Los Angeles Lakers have drafted themselves, that's not Kobe Bryant, and that person has become a legitimate star or anything else inside the league. Some some teams just don't draft well. And even with them getting good players, Ingram, Lonzo, etc., we don't know what, what those players are, what they're going to become. Lonzo's not looking like a third a third pick. He was number three. Lonzo's not looking like a number three. Um, Ingram is looking... Yeah, he's looking like what he was drafted to be. Kuzma's not look what he drafted to be. Um, there's a lot of players like this. Um, there's a lot of teams that continuously go after draft picks. And I think that's one thing that maybe a lot of these franchises have not learned from the LeBron era. And by LeBron era, I mean the last 16 years. Because on Cleveland, he had young players coming in. And it was young players and young players. There's no vets. At the end, it was some vets like Shaq. But Shaq was already past his prime. When he went to Miami, it those young players didn't matter. Norris Cole and all his cast. Those cast just stayed out the way. Fall of vets. Shane Battier. Uh Bosch was there. Uh, what's the... Uh, the was the first uh Mike Miller. Mike Miller, he hit a bunch of threes. Shan Baddy hit a bunch of threes. You think about the first Miami championship when they had Shaq. Shaq was a vet. Wade was a rookie. They had Gary Payton on that team. They had White Chocolate on that team. They had uh Antoine Walker on that team. I understand the draft is where these players come from in general. I know that. Because obviously how is this gonna get into the fucking league? But how good are the new players coming in that are not like, how good are they? You get six rounds worth of picks. How good is everybody? There are like 20 NBA teams. Well, I can't think of one competent. Well, I can't think of two competent picks in 20 years. Go to Minnesota. How many competent draft picks do they have that they've kept and they've actually done something with? So it's not just about drafting, right? So OKC, it's not about drafting Durant. It's not about drafting Westbrook. It's not about drafting Harden. The fact that they went to finals with him in 2012, it meant something, right? But that was real early. That was in 2012. Russ and Harden ain't been back since. And they're elite players, but they're elite players for a totally different franchise. Look at what's been drafted by OKC. And I just saw, I think I may have that. After they drafted Harden, right? So they drafted Harden in 2009. In 2010, Quincy Poindexter, Craig Brackens, Eric Bledsoe, Reggie Jackson, Perry Jones, Stephen Adams, Mitch McGarry, Cameron Payne, Terrence Ferguson, Devin Hall, Brandon Clark, who they don't have. These are all first round and second round picks. That mean absolutely nothing. These are 10 years worth picks. We give them credit for drafting three, obviously, MVP players. 
Y'all see 11 years ago. Now, I, I assume they want to take the same type of chance with the next 300 picks that they have. That they want to find maybe one other superstar that comes out. And um, I'm willing to bet that they may just get that. But they're going to be trash for a while. And everybody don't don't get those assets. They don't get to deal with, you know, the, the luckiness of how they dealt with it. You know, the, the Paul Jaws thing. Coming in with Paul Jaws. Indiana should have got a, you know, Indiana should. They got a raw dog, to be quite honest with you. Um, he should have went to, Paul Jaws should have went to the Lakers when he first uh, did it. Because, you know, it looks like he, he may get traded again. And four teams in four years is not a. Great look at all. Uh, four teams in five years, I believe. It's not a great look at all. So, while well, I understand the Pelicans and OKC stashing up on draft picks, I'm not saying that's a, a bad thing to get first round draft picks. Uh, I am saying that if you're looking to win, you're looking to win some games, and you're on the clock. The Pelicans on the clock. I don't care what nobody say. Pelicans on the clock. Zion is on the clock. You don't get to, you know, it's not like you had a bad season. But you don't get to just be out of shape in the first NBA season of your career. I, I, and I'm not coming down on it. I just never, nobody's ever seen nothing like that. You can't play them bubble games like they play it and just think, oh, we, we just, we good. Like, it just, it just don't work like that. So, while I understand stashing up on draft picks. Um, the Lakers giving away their draft picks easily erases the six years that they sent over to the Pelicans. Um, and they're setting up to make sure that those picks will all be 27 picks anyway. So how good are those picks? I mean, unless you're going to pair them up with a player as a good tra- trade asset, I guess. Um, but I, I just don't see it. I don't, I don't trust them to be that good of a trader to be honest. I don't think they're, I don't think they trade that well to to pull off something like that. I don't think they hire that well to pull off something like that. I don't think as a uh, historically that they should be trusted to do any of those things like that. So, you know, I, I don't know. It's, you know, obviously these things can, can turn into uh, fantastic draft picks. You had um, uh, Boston got a whole bunch of picks from uh, Brooklyn, and that turned into... Jalen Brown, because I know I think the Tatum thing came from Philly moving up to get Fultz. So they switched, I believe. I know they, they moved up. I forgot how they moved up. Um, but they got like six years worth of picks. And it's led to consistency, but it's consistently losing in the playoffs. And when you've traded away, would Boston has trade away? Them not having a ring right now, I mean, I don't think there's real any real justification. You traded away uh, Paul Pierce and KG to start this whole thing off, uh, trading away your franchise players. It's like the Lakers trading away Kobe in like year 17, year 16. Uh, you were extremely, extremely disrespectful. That's like, that's like uh, let's say if the Shaq got there in like 2014, right? 
and they traded Shaq and they traded Kobe at the same time. Now I'm I'm saying Shaq just because uh, uh KG as well. I know KG his years wouldn't add up, but it was two older guys going out at the same time. When when Shaq got shipped out, Kobe was still young. Um, but shipping out two older guys and bringing in a whole bunch of young nothing uh, that you haven't done anything with yet. I'll still give him a lot of credit. And then doing the IT trade, which is just despicable. And then Kyrie bounced it in two years after. Um, and you got nut for him. Um, I, I, I just think the, 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 the trade and draft pick strategic thing. I mean, it could be with just pairing up a player and putting it with a pick, but at the end of the day, um, what good is the Lakers pick for the, for the next four years, to be honest with you? Because once LeBron go, they're going to get two more people to come now. They're already setting that up. That's a fact. They, they, they're setting that up. They just got Schroeder for nothing. Danny Green is nothing. He in his third ring with three different teams. He's getting 15 million. He probably won't even be there. He, he'll end up on another contender. So, and all OKC is give away Schroeder. So, uh, I, I guess if Schroeder wanted to Wanted to leave, you still don't send him to the fucking Lakers. They just won the championship. They're in your conference. That makes, you know, things like that make absolutely no sense to me. If, if you're going to trade um, star players and good players, and, you know, I always appreciated that the pop rumor. And, I, uh, of course, there's just a rumor. I never knew if it was true or not that he, he didn't want to tr- trade Kawhi. He had better trades for Kawhi in the Western Conference. But he's like, why the fuck would I trade him to somebody in the West Conference? I'm going to have to see him in the playoffs. Now, it just so happens that he have to, he's going to have to see him in the playoffs anyway. Uh, because he's with the Clippers now. But, you know, that's just that's just what happens. That's, a, that's, that's more of a third-party thing. It's nothing he can control. He traded by the team who fucking traded for him. So, you know, th- things are a little different from that. So, but I I wish these teams were a little bit more competitive. I wish these teams were not in tune with just outright tanking. Um, and I wish this illusion that thirty draft picks will all of a sudden change a franchise. Um, when OKC has drafted three of the top ten or twelve players in the last twenty years, and they gave Harden away for nothing. Cameron Payne, uh, um, uh, Kevin Martin, I think. Not Cameron Payne. I think it was Kevin Martin. Like they, Kevin Martin is is who they gave up Harden for. Uh, I mean they trade Westbrook for uh for CP3 and CP3 is gone now. Um, and so you got a whole bunch of draft picks for that, and KD left for free. So why they do have a amazing draft history? Within a 15-year window, if you go within a 10-year window, they're fucking horrible. And I also need some consultation fees uh, for Brooklyn and Harton. Because I'm pretty sure I talked about that. Why it was still going in the fucking bubble. Uh, The playoffs were still going on and I was talking about that. So, Steve Nash... A uh, senior boy, a check. KD, senior boy, a uh, check. And I will holler.